Hi, everybody. I'm Seth Busby, editor of Flying Solo. Welcome to our weekly podcast, where we step inside the minds and lives of soloists and small business owners. Today's guest is Hemi Hossein. Hemi is a sought-after business coach, digital entrepreneur, international speaker, author, investor, and Best Business Award winner. He's passionate about helping people make the leap to entrepreneurship, and he's recently put all his advice into a new book called Fire Your Boss, which chronicles how you can go from day job side hustler to digital entrepreneur. He joins us today to share some of the lessons he's learned along the way and his best advice for anyone hoping to go into business for themselves. Hey, Hemi. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for inviting me. Ah, it's my pleasure. It's lovely to have you as a guest. So you're um, a rather sought-after business coach and digital entrepreneur, so I'm very keen to pick your brain because um, your, your journey to being an entrepreneur and coach was not kind of the traditional one. You didn't um, start your career thinking, oh, I'm going to be helping people how to, to do business. Originally, um, you were, uh, you know, a regular Joe like many of us doing the kind of nine to five grind. So what changed for you and why did you decide to go into business for yourself? <laughs> uh, look, um, I've been in the industry as in the corporate about more than 15 years right and mm-hmm. and i did really well in my corporate career but what I, f- I was finding that it was not giving me the you know the pleasure it was not giving me the what i was looking in life and then in 2012 when my first son my first child my uh, son was born uh, that time i realized that yeah absolutely i was doing really well i was making money but uh, the most important he needs time from me but i was not giving them because i was so busy in my corporate life in terms of the work and then looking after the family looking after the uh, you know him uh, mm. that time i started to get really frustrated and i decided that i'm going to do something number one what i really love number two it also gives me some freedom in my life when i say the freedom it means i was talking about the financial freedom I was talking about the time freedom and sometimes I always say life freedom. Life freedom means uh, whenever I want to go holiday, I can go for holiday. Whenever I want to do something, I can do something. Whenever I want to give some uh, times to my family, I can give that as well. Uh, so that time I decided that I need to do something and that I started to actually uh, get some training, coaching from other people to understand that what is the difference between an employee and entrepreneur. Uh, that time I read some books as well and to understand that what is the money means to me, how the people actually look after their finance. Because when I was an employee, I never learned those sort of things really well. So that time I decided that, you know, one day I'll quit the job, I'll fire my boss. Uh, but to be <laughs> honest, it was not an easy journey for me to fire the boss. It took me ages to actually finally come to a position and say, hey, hang on a sec, today is the last day. I'm not going to continue anymore. So yeah, so that's a trigger. Did they were they like going? No, Hemi, you you must stay. We don't want you to leave. Or was it more about your own mindset, like getting in the right frame of mind to go? Actually, I, as I'm going to leave leave the job. 
Yeah, as I mentioned to you before, right, I was actually doing uh, okay in my corporate career, right? And I was one of the top performer in the organization. It's one of the largest telecom in Australia. So the decision I made when I, uh, I went to the work and I actually went to my um, you know, that, uh, boss room and told her that, hey, um, I have decided not to continue the job anymore. So yeah, I'm, I'm just ready to quit. And she was really surprised. She was really surprised. And she said, how that possible? Because you are performing really well. Your career is so amazing. And we are looking forward to working with you further. But why is that? And and I told her, look, you know, it's not the job. The thing I do, I love it, but it's not the giving me the what I'm looking for in life. So hmm. today is the day when it was a tough decision. But one thing I learned in my life, that every decision you make in your life, that actually creates your next destination. And, and I told her, look, you know, I really don't want to follow the default destination of my life. Default, I really want to design my life. So regardless, whatever happened from today, um, I wouldn't regret because I don't want to regret when I become 60, 70 years old and, and think why I didn't do that. So mm. that day, yep, I decided, I said, no more, I'm done. I really like that that idea about uh, I want to design my life. Like, so you're actually a participant. You're not you're not just going with the flow and whatever happens happens. It's like these are the things I want to achieve, and this is how I'm going to do it. So you've you've also kind of written your experiences down in this new book called Fire Your Boss, yep. which charts the path from um, employee to entrepreneur. What made you decide that you wanted to write that? Look, um, I tell you a little bit of my background, right? I am a migrant in Australia. I came in Australia about 23 years ago uh, as a student, right? So when I came to Australia, it was a tough for me. I came to Australia with $600 in my pocket. So the life was so tough in here when I came in here. I couldn't even find a job. There was a time I couldn't even eat a couple of days because I had no money. So from there, I always wanted to do something in my life. And when I was in studying in RMIT University, um, it was tough for me to find a job, but I actually did it, right? Um, I joined in uh, one of the largest bank in Australia as a graduate. Since then, uh, it's been a long journey. I, I did well in my career, right? But when I decided that I'm gonna quit the job in 2012 after my first son was born, uh, I had no idea how to become an entrepreneur because when I was in the job, I was an accountant. I, sorry, I was a, well, I was managing one particular area. So I was in the technology space, right? But when I was thinking about the entrepreneur and I talked to a few people and found that it is not an easy journey because when you're an entrepreneur, right, you are actually accountant. You are the HR. You are the decision maker. You are the CEO. So you are by yourself, right? But that was not my skill. So I said, hang on a sec, I cannot manage it because I know the technology because that was my portfolio. But when I'll be an entrepreneur, I need to be everything. So I decided to get some training, mentoring, coaching from other people who has actually done this before. So I found between the employee and an entrepreneur, it's a journey, it's a skill. Lots of people will think that, when I'm an employee, I already done really well. That means I can be an entrepreneur as well. But actually, that's not correct because there is a skill gap between an employee and entrepreneur. That's one thing. Second thing, the biggest thing in between employee and entrepreneur is the mindset. 
because when you are an employee the mindset you have got and then when you are an entrepreneur the mindset you have got is completely different and i'm not sure if you had a chance to read my book in the chapter number 5 i said mindset is the magnet for success so your mindset is actually a magnet so that's what i think that it's a journey and you need to follow some step in my book i wrote actually seven steps how you become from an employee to entrepreneur so that's one thing second thing in my book actually i didn't say the entrepreneur i said that is digital entrepreneur since 2012 13 i've been saying everyone that the world is going to be digital so everything will do in online even working from home even if you have got a laptop and or a smartphone your life will be awesome you don't need to go to the office you don't need to go to the meeting you don't need to do everything physically because when you do the physically things that means when you are not in there is hard to manage it's hard to manage and some people told me that i'm crazy in 2012 13 they said no it's not going to happen in next 20 years but look i think that covid is a learning for us now we all know that world is a digital on digital so i think that my book i said between employee to digital entrepreneur transform your life from an employee to digital entrepreneur so in the book i read i actually wrote very clearly how you transform your life from an employee to digital entrepreneur there is a step by step process and when you are in digital entrepreneur how you grow your business to the next level Well, I'm sure there's lots of listeners that are eager to learn what those steps are. But can I ask before we go down that path? Could I hear a little bit more about um, your when you initially were going to quit your job? You said your first child. You just had your first child. How was your partner about all of this? Because you're going from somewhere a place of security to kind of. embarking out on your own and and you've just started a family was it a bit of a nerve-wracking time for all of you absolutely look i always you know like think that uh, your family member is the biggest enemy in your life when you actually come to this sort of challenging journey absolutely my partner was scared because we had a, such a fantastic secure life in australia because we came from overseas and we ha- we had a bad time but from there i actually changed everything and and got a really amazing life so she was scared there was a loss of fear and also that time because of my son she was she was like terrified that why i'm taking the decision and i told her right i explained to her right i said look absolutely i understand that but i'm following a step and let me do that if i don't do that then one day I won't have a fulfilled life and that time I will actually blame you I will actually mm. regret myself and do you really want that do you really think that's the only things I should follow so look we had a massive discussion around that and and there was a time she said okay let's at least try it then one day at least you can say that hey I did it it didn't work out so that that's what the decision we took and 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 i went there and then uh, later she was very supportive she gives everything to me to make sure that i become successful in there so uh, luckily you had that supportive partner that was going to help you on the journey even though they were reluctant to begin with because <laughs> yeah. because i imagine that helps with your mindset if you're um if you're someone that's not just uh, on their own but someone who's part of a family or a couple then it does make 
the decision you're making have greater magnitude, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally, totally agree. So I always tell people, right, you cannot be successful in your entrepreneurship journey if your partner or family member is not supportive enough because this is not your journey only. This is a family journey. This is a, like, you know, a whole family journey because you need to understand one thing. If you are progressing, because when you're in entrepreneurship journey, one of the main thing is you are really progressing, you are really learning, you are you are going to the next step of your life, right? But if your partner is not progressing as you are progressing, that time there will be a gap. And many people, I found that along the journey, they actually even sometimes lose their family. They lose their family along the journey because one person had a massive growth that another person feel lonely and they are behind. So I always tell people that when you come this sort of journey, always talk to your family. Make sure they are with you in the journey. Also, I always tell them that, tell them to go for different learning session so they understand what you are doing, how you are progressing, what tough, how tough your journey is so they can be part of you and then and then you will progress really well yeah it's a good point so let's also get back to that mindset thing so you've made the decision you're leaving your job you've told your boss it's all happening how do you put yourself into the right frame of mind to actually set yourself up for success from the get go okay so this is actually really another interesting thing i really want to highlight to everyone right as I told you before, right, I was an employee and I was very successful in my career, right? So when I decided, I thought that I'm very smart because I was doing really well in my career, right? So I came to the journey. The first year was actually horrible. It's terrible. I actually massively failed in the year one. Year one. There was a time I wrote my book. There was a time I went to supermarket to buy milk for my son. And trust me, I had I had no money in my account to buy even $2 actually milk. And, and that time I was thinking what I have done wrong, what I didn't do. Then I found that I actually asked myself this question. There was a time I was actually uh, sitting in front of the supermarket and I was about to cry that I don't have money to buy the milk. And I was started to ask myself question that what did I do wrong? What what was the issue in there? Then what I found that time, my self-realization was that my ego, ego is my job ego, my prestige ego, that which I be, I've been carrying in last 15 years in my corporate career. So I, I thought that, okay, maybe the business, I didn't learn that much. I didn't really learn the business really well. I didn't even get the proper mentorship, even though I, I went for many mentors and coaches, but I didn't really follow them 100%. Because I had always on, in my own opinion, because I thought that I'm very smart in terms of the, because I was doing good in career. So that time I decided, I said, hang on a sec. If I, I'm going to continue the job, sorry, going back to the job or continuing the entrepreneurship journey. I came back to home and I had this discussion with my partner and asked her, what should I do? And she said, it's up to you. And I said, you know what? Let me try one more time. And let me try, let me actually borrow some money from my friends and try one more time. If not, then I'll go back. So that time I realized that my mindset didn't change, even though I came to the journey. 
and that time i actually started to change my mindset change my mindset means i started to learn from the people i started to follow 100% my coach my mentor the people who are very successful and also learn how this digital world really work how people are actually making money getting the freedom in life and within 12 months i had a massive massive growth so that's what i always tell people right absolutely that sometimes we think that business mean investment sometimes we think entrepreneurship journey means a loss of amazing idea absolutely all this a combination but if your mindset is not there it's not going to work yeah so that's interesting you kind of hit rock bottom and it was because you'd got to that really low point that you realized you know you had to make a change and start listening to to your mentors and it wasn't just about doing it your own way and doing it alone but how can um how can our listeners do that without having to hit their rock bottom what's what's um like a step one you would suggest for people okay so i always tell people when you decide that ask yourself question first like you know what do i really want in my life that's the first question i always ask people to ask themselves second thing is what i do right now is this really working for me is this the life i desire is this the life i deserve right is this really fulfilling me is this really giving me freedom if i have got a family am i giving the enough time to my family uh, do i have the time even so those sort of question you ask yourself first if your answer most of the answer comes no then the time to think fast but when you think first that say yep and decide that i want to be an entrepreneur i would always say people go for some coaching and mentoring even before you jump at least take 12 months before you come to the journey that 12 months i always tell people that's your development personal development change your mindset to come as an entrepreneur in the in the journey so that is the first 12 months save some money in your account at least for the 6 months so that means what does it mean when you are in the journey at least you can survive the 6 months before that you know even if you come to the journey i will always tell people start the journey before you jump on so what does it mean when you are in the job start something on the side based on your passion based on whatever you decided let's design that let's start to uh, market that let's start to sells that and then then that will help you when you come to the journey you already know how the market is reacting sometimes you know like as, as an entrepreneur we think that the idea i have got that's the best idea absolutely that's the best idea for you maybe that's not the best idea for the people your customer who is going to buy it so the first 12 months is very important before you come to the journey then when you come to the journey the next 12 months is your actually the passion your hard work your dedication your commitment has to be that level that say i cannot go back to my job anymore i'm done because when you are in the journey the 12 months the freedom you enjoy after that i can assure you if you even go back to your job you cannot sustain because you are already in a space where you started to enjoy the freedom and when you go back to the job that's not going to happen again and you started to feel your ego is going to kill you 
<laughs> and what about the role of purpose? Because um, uh, purpose-driven business yep. is something that um, everyone kind of aspires to having a, a business that serves a greater purpose than just, you know, selling a product. So for you, has that also been the case? Um, uh, look, I would say yes or no. I always tell people I have got three P formula. So what does it mean? Purpose, passion, and profit. If you have got a massive purpose, but there is no passion and profit, I don't think so you'll be successful in the business. If you have got a passion and there is no purpose behind it and no profit, you are not in the business. If you have got a only profit and there is no purpose and no passion, you will be bored. So I always tell people, let's find out what is the purpose behind it, what I'm doing. Am I really passionate about it? Then the question is, am I designing something where I'm going to make profit? Because without the money, whatever you are thinking, that's not going to take you where you want to, where you want to be. So mm-hmm. always combine these three P together. I have got in my book, I actually wrote a um, 9P business strategy. So I always tell people, when you are coming to the entrepreneurship journey, think about this nine thing before you do. Uh, and then one of the thing is, the first one is the perspective. Why you want to do it? Why you really want to do it? Second is passion. What is your passion behind it? The third one, the pain. Remember that I said to you that in 2012, I realized that I'm not giving the time to my son. I'm not giving time to the family and it's not giving me the freedom. So that was my pain. Then find out, uh, you know, let's say what, what product you are designing. Is it the customer is going to buy it? Is it a really a product customer is looking forward to? Then prepare yourself. Remember the 12 months I said before you come to the, you know, the entrepreneurship journey, make sure you are prepare yourself. Then I tell people that, when you are in the coming to the you know journey, make sure you know how you positioning yourself. When I say the positioning means your social media, the people you mix with, the your presentation, the you know like you go to different uh, networking event. How you positioning your brand yourself in the in the people so people know you really well. Then the promote how you promoting your product. It means the marketing we always talk about. Then the people, I always tell, it's, it's very important, the people you mix with. In my book, chapter number seven, I said proximity principle. The five people you mix with, you are the number six. So you need to understand, are you actually meeting with the entrepreneurs or are you actually meeting with the employee? Are you taking advice from the entrepreneur or taking the advice from the successful employee? Are you actually, when you are in the, you know, like running the business, are you bringing the right people with you? When I say the right people, it's maybe your business partner or it's maybe the employee you recruit. Do they have the proper mindset to work with you? And the last thing I always say, profit. Think about your profit because everything you do, the prospective, passion, pain, people, positioning, prepare, product, promote, but you don't have any profit, then that's not a business. That's a charity. And charity is not going to help you long time because then one day you will be a broken entrepreneur. Oh, we don't want that. <laughs> we don't want that at all, Hemi. We don't want broken yeah. entrepreneurs. Absolutely. We want people to be successful and fly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, so um, 
getting back to that digital digital entrepreneur side of things, so what do you mean by that when you're saying like um, people should think about becoming a digital entrepreneur? Okay, so look, as I said to you before, right, the world is changing. The future world, if we think about that, the world is all about technology-driven, right? Everything nowadays we do in online. Like, you know, even before this COVID, we never thought that, uh, say, Melbourne City will be a dead city. Like, it's still Melbourne City, I would say not uh, 30-40% people even go to the city, right? Everyone is working from home. Everyone is working from a laptop, right? You, you, you having a meeting, you're doing everything in online. So uh, for me is when you do everything in online, so that means your business, most of the business is in online, that's, that's called digital entrepreneurship. So what does it mean also? Like say, for example, if you learning is online, if you teaching is online, if you actually singing online, if you watching, everything has to be online. So also, I always tell people when you do business in online, that means you don't need physical presence and you can make money when you are even sleeping. Because at the end of the day, we all do have 24 hours. You cannot increase your 24 hours. Beggar or, you know, you are the richest person in the world. You have got 24 hours. The question is, how can I make money when I'm sleeping? So that means always money is coming into my account. I always tell people that you can do lots of ways you can make money. Say if nowadays people make money in Amazon. People make money in dropshipping. People make money in e-commerce. People sell the course in online. People, um, you know, the, uh, putting uh, music in online. People do lots of things in online. So everything, even like, you know, the education, right? Training, education, everything you can online. Say, for example, I always tell people like, you are a mentor or you are a business coach, right? And you do coaching one-on-one. How many, how many sessions you can do per day? Two or three? then you cannot really take your business to the next level ever. doesn't matter how good you are in the business, how good you are as a business coach. So think about how you design that in a way so that means you can do one to many. In order to do one to many, the best approach would be online. So you can sell something in online, then people will consistently will buy it and you make money every second. So what does it mean? So anytime you are sleeping, doesn't matter, say, for example, you're in Australia, someone in America is buying your product or service in online and you are making money. So that's how I always tell people that the world is changing. The world is a technology world. You need to be part of it. You need to adapt this technology. So think about the product or business I'm bringing, how that align with the new digital world. Um, I'm not sure, you know, let's say many of us know or not. Um, it's, been, it's been saying that by 2024 or 5, uh, 70% of the current job won't exist anymore. And that's, that's been saying since last 10 years, right? But I think after this COVID, uh, we already know that that 70% is not, doesn't exist anymore. So now if you are not adapting that technology and online space, I would be saying, hang on a sec, what are you doing regardless? So that's what I always say, you know, online, everything doing online, everything doing digitally, then then that will be easier than your time. You'll get back all your time in, in, mm. your, in your, you know, you can give more time in your family because you are not physically doing any business. So that's that's what I mean by digital entrepreneurship. And a subscription model is is an amazing thing for any business as well. So like, you're, like you're, yeah. So 
Just uh, one final question for you. What if I'm someone safely ensconced in my job and I'm kind of having a few ideas about maybe starting something of my own? How do I know when it's time to make the leap and actually do it? Okay, as I said, right, uh, absolutely, like when you are in that job, we sometimes you have got an amazing idea. Some people actually don't do that idea because they keep that idea within themselves and they get really frustrated. Uh, I would say don't do that because that's a really life you don't deserve, right? When you have got idea, the first thing I would always say, do some validation. So what does it mean? Talk to some successful entrepreneurs. Talk to some, make maybe someone as a mentor. Like throw that idea, do some validation with idea. When I say that validation means think about that. Is this idea is feasible? Is this idea is going to help me to make money? Remember that profit thing? Is it I'm Mm. going to make it profit? How I'm going to design the product so that means I can sell it online and I don't need to be physically present. Even when I'm in doing the job, still I can sell this product. Think about how I am preparing myself. That's a very important. As I said, preparing means One is the skill to do that business. The second thing is your mindset. That's a preparation as well, right? Those are the things I think the first 12 months before you jump in. So the 12 months, design your product, preparing yourself, make sure that you validate the product, make sure that you actually uh, start to mix with the people who actually can help you to, uh, to develop your mindset as an entrepreneur. Then bring that product, maybe small, phase by phase, don't bring everything together and you fail. Um, I'm sure that people who are in the technology space, we know that there was a methodology before in the world. It's called waterfall methodology. So everything we used to bring together in the software development lifecycle. Nowadays, the agile came in. And agile means we take a small chunk. We do a small chunk, a small chunk, a small chunk. So when you're in the, coming to the business or an entrepreneurship journey, think that way. So think first 12 months, getting ready, bring something very small first, start to make money. Save some money in first 12 months as well so you can survive that at least next six months. When you're actually ready, how you'll understand that I'm ready? When your idea is start to make money, little bit, little bit, and see how consistent is it is. I always tell people, if you're not making money three months consistently, don't quit your job. Don't quit your job because you will go back to your job again. Remember, the job is our comfort zone. It gives us fortnightly money in our account. And we love that money in our account. When you are not making any money, you open your account, you get frustrated. You come to the family. The family people also tell you that you don't have the money. You get more frustrated. You go to the social gathering when you see that other people has talking about the money, they bought a new car, they bought the house, they have got that, you get more frustrated. So think about that way. Three months consistently, you should make money before you quit your job, before you fire your boss. The fire your boss, I always tell people that quitting job doesn't seem attract me. My attraction is fire your boss. So that actually creates my mindset like I'm ready to rock. (laughs) That's a good point. It's not quitting your job, it's firing your boss. Thank you so much, Emmy. It's been great chatting with you this morning. Had some valuable advice for our listeners. Um, I'm sure I'll have you on the show again sometime soon. Thank you. 
Thank you so much and thank you for inviting me. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, my pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.